if you're pulling a future desired state into your current now reality, you're giving that a magnetic field in the present, which is the only place that the law of attraction exists and is responding to. This is the Launch Your Business podcast, because we know starting a business is challenging, but it doesn't have to be confusing. Each week, we'll give you the tactical advice and the necessary tools to scale your business without feeling burnt out. I'm Terry Rice, business development consultant and staff writer here at Entrepreneur Magazine. Let's dive in. Gigi, how's it going today? It's going great. I'm happy to be here, Terry. Awesome. I'm glad to have you here too, because we've known each other for maybe a couple, two or three years. It's, it's hard to remember with COVID time, but um, over the last couple of years, however long it's been, I've grown to appreciate you and your work a lot. So I'm glad to have you on here. But do you mind uh, just sharing what you're up to and who you are? Yep. I'm Gigi O'Brien. I'm an author, new speaker, and I have an online academy. So I'm deep into the online entrepreneurship space. I've got my own academy that focuses on manifestation and the lens of self-mastery and mental health through understanding human frequency. So you're clearly the pro on manifestation, and I want to talk about that a lot today. But but I do want to share one experience I had that is aligned with manifestation, I would say. I, uh, I started journaling, and in that journal, I write down what I'm grateful for, my wins, all that good stuff. But I also started writing things that I want to happen in the future as if they already have. So I'll say things like, today, me and my family are flying to Hawaii for a speaking engagement. It's going to be so fun. Can't believe I'm bringing the kids with me. Let's see how it goes. And then after that, I'll say, all right, now what are you going to do tomorrow to live in the vision that you, that you, that you just talked about? And I'll say, okay, I'm going to reach out to this person, that person, so on and so forth, right? So I did that a couple of weeks ago. I had this big, hairy, audacious goal. And then I wrote, what are you going to do tomorrow to make it happen? I said, I'm going to reach out to someone who strategically is in a good position to help me with this. And I know and trust. And as a result of that, I actually did get a new partnership with this person, which was just so surprising because I've wanted it to happen for, for years. And just to see the actual process take place, like laying the tracks and then saying, okay, now what are you going to do to make it happen? I wouldn't say it's necessarily manifestation, but is it close? I mean, can we actually do these things uh, in a more constructive way? <laughs> I would say it's definitely manifestation. Um, I think there's a powerful few things that you've done, which is a lot of people talk about the power of intention, but script manifestation is where you're using you know, physical materials, a pen and paper, and you're taking something that exists in the energetic space, the energy field, and you're giving it an anchor in physical reality. Now, you would have heard about the law of attraction, and that's now everyone knows about the law of attraction, but people don't often get into what point it's attracting to and what creates your degree of magnetism. So the law of attraction only ever exists in the now. And I like to refer to this, a lot of people can relate with PTSD. If that comes up, the trigger and the experience is as if that is physically happening all over again. And it's the same with the law of attraction. So if you're pulling a future desired state into your current now reality, you're giving that a magnetic field in the present, which is the only place that the law of attraction exists and is responding to. By doing that, especially powered by, you can do that through visualization, but doing it the way that you've done it, where you're actually vividly scripting something, you're giving it a physical anchor, but you're also engaging your senses because you're you're describing the experience through through writing about it. And so I think you've done a tremendous job at manifesting, actually. Awesome. Let me let me ask you a question. I mean, I have I have more follow ups, but 
with my journal, I started doing it by hand uh, initially because I was like, oh, that's how you're supposed to do it. There's some kind of connection between the mind and the, the hand or, or whatever it is. And then I realized when I did it that way, I don't like writing. So it was very short. I was like, today I am happy. Say tomorrow, right? And then when I started doing it on my computer, it was a lot easier and I was more consistent because even when I traveled, I could um, I could still do this. So if anyone is thinking about taking a sim similar approach where they are journaling and writing down these thoughts, is there a big difference between that you know of between doing it by hand and doing it on a computer? The only degree of difference that's going to influence your success in manifestation is your belief. So I've mm -hmm. done, I've used journals from day one journal. I've used digital journals. I've used physical journals and it's more the energy of which I experience when I'm journaling. And so I think that's the only metric of success. It's not whether it's digital or not. You could even have mental journaling. You might be in meditation and you might receive downloads or intuitions from your highest self and you may not break your meditation to write something down, but you've mentally journaled like, okay, this is a point that I want to remember and come back to, and you've given it an energetic point of awareness. So I don't think that it actually matters. I think how you feel while doing it matters more and also the continuity of doing it because that consistency is also going to strengthen the magnetic field and point of attraction. So you, you want to be repeating these visions that you have around something that you're manifesting, but not necessarily from a place of hope, just more from the delight of experiencing it. Because the more you're portraying in your energy field and your alignment that you're having that experience, the more the universe is like, what is missing here? We have to put that there because they're feeling it. They're, they're speaking like if it's happened, like there's something there. So we physically have to match that. And so manifestation is really a game of frequency matchmaking. And I think at the end of the day, whatever tools you find resonate with you that allow you to continue taking that action from an aligned place is what you should do. Okay. So it doesn't matter if we write this down on paper or do it on our phone or do it mentally, it, it works. But can you do this? Can you walk us through just how do we get started with manifestation? Because I know someone listening right now is like, Hey, if he manifested this great partnership, you know, how, how can I do that too? How can I manifest some clients or something like that? So do you have a few uh, pointers for how we can get started with this? Yes, I think you have to start with the power of decision and like you, well, you have to understand and define what your desire is. And so if you're not crystal clear on what your desire is, you're going to have a botchy frequency and it's really difficult to attract things when you're changing what you desire all the time. So defining the desire with specificity so that you understand how not just what that end goal looks like, but the feeling of attaining the desire fulfilled, because that's really where the potency is in my manifestation. Second to that, you have to decide. You have to decide you're worthy of it. <laughs> you have to decide within yourself that you get to have it, because this is where a lot of people trip up. It's the belief system. It's not necessarily the mentally, uh, the, the ability to define one's vision, but really those subconscious belief systems to get behind your power as a manifestation to claim that reality and to believe that the universe will conspire to bring things to you in sometimes the most unexpected ways. So the path of least resistance is, is that of like infinite intelligence. And so sometimes things can manifest and we don't want to define the how, because when it could come to us in ways that we may least expect. We may reach out to someone for one reason and it ends up in a partnership that we always desired because intrinsically we were so clear about what our desire was. <laughs> so the universe is like, cool, I'm just matching up the truth of what this person desires and what they believe they are ready to receive and worthy of receiving. Most of our transactions are electronic. 
So cybersecurity is super important. Everything has to be very secure. We are doing so many things in an international way. So using a drive a provider that's secure is essential. And so we don't lose the material. That's Stephen Sutton, founder of Devocion, a Brooklyn-based coffee shop that connects daily with international coffee bean suppliers to provide their customers with the freshest Colombian coffee. Even when transacting on physical material or goods, cybersecurity is imperative to a business's success. Business owners must not only keep their customer transaction data secure, but they also have to be able to securely communicate with suppliers and manage their business operations and logistics without risks of losing important materials. Cybersecurity has become one of the most important facts of any business. Learn more about Devocion founder Stephen Sutton's story in our series, Securing Your Success at entrepreneur.com backslash Comcast Business. Securing Your Success, a series that highlights small business success stories and the importance of connectivity within entrepreneurship is sponsored by Comcast Business. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Love it. So we start by defining what we want, uh, which is clear, because I think people are like, oh, I want to you know, have a bunch of money. It's like, OK, well, what does that look like, though? Like, what are you doing on the weekends? Like, how are you known? How are you making that money? Maybe not the exact path, but it's like you have to have some kind of like emotion behind the, uh, the actual goal, I think, and experiences behind that. And uh, the next thing was actually believing you deserve it. I think that's really important too, because some of us have a self-limiting belief, which will prevent us from like getting on stage or something like that, right? Which I understand, but it's like, it's also, it also can stop you from achieving your dreams. If you don't believe you're worthy of having that big house or you're concerned you'll get it and lose it because you can't sustain it, that alone can hold you back. So I, I appreciate these, these, um, these two starting points here. I would just say the devotion to that as well, which is maintaining that consistency of what, what that desire is, connecting with that vision, the belief that one can have it, the decision to claim it, but also the devotion that you're going to be in flow with that and aligned with that. And you're going to maintain the daily things that keep your frequency in a really good place because you make a very good point. There are two very powerful things, the power of detachment and then the power of unattachment. So when you really desire something before it starts to manifest into physical reality, you have to be detached from the how and the when. You just have to continuously flow with the motion that's aligned with that actualizing. But then you might get it and then you have a fear of losing it. So the universe is just responding to the frequency of fear. And this is where emotional intelligence really comes in because emotion is just energy and motion. And that actually is the, the frequency establisher of where you're starting to attract things. So if you have doubt, you're going to be attracting things that prove that like they're not necessarily readily available for you. Why can someone else be manifesting with ease? I actually think it's harder. Okay, you think it's harder. You believe it's harder. Let's give her the harder path, you know. So you just have to become hyper aware of those emotions, the thoughts, and then also the belief systems that underpin it. And when you take action and alignment with those things, then you have aligned frequency. I like the action part because some people think you can just sit there and like hope for stuff and it's going to come to you. It's like, no, dude, you have to actually put it in work as well. My next question would be this. What are some daily activities we can do to consistently manifest the vision that we have for our future? I think that we have to create space. So you hear a lot about holding space and there's a powerful space between perceiving something and reacting versus responding. And so you can have reaction, which is our instinct. And the way that our program has been run, we're so like 
running, running, running from one task to the other, but we might lose the intention and responsiveness that allows us to protect the frequency with which we do something. So you could be ticking a box and that's the very masculine versus feminine. But if you're doing and your frequency when you're doing something is really of resentment or like, you know, you're not ignited with your passion, you're not in your highest frequency, then it's going to have a totally different energy. And so you might not necessarily see that domino into traction with your daily manifestations. Whereas if you hold that space and you start moving from alignment with intention as you work toward your purpose and vision, you start to feel very, very, very different. And I think that this is where flow gets activated. There's high emotional surges. And so you can, one, work more efficiently and effectively, but the creative hemisphere of yourself and your soul starts clicking things together that might create innovations or more efficient pathways. Again, we're always looking for the path of least resistance. So I do think that like creating that space and having that awareness in everything you do, and it feels exhausting at first because you're going to start noticing a lot of the ways that you're like, oh, okay, I see the energy with which I'm doing this. And like, I notice the difference now. And then day by day that will just, you'll start eliminating those things that are not necessarily supporting the fastest path of actualization. And you'll start noticing the things that start coincidences that start falling together when you're moving from a high energy and a high frequency alignment. For a business owner, reliability is key. You have to rely on your employees for the day-to-day, your customers for their business, and yourself to handle all the ins and outs of running a successful business. So is it possible there's a technology partner that you can count on? It is with Comcast Business, the company with 99.9% network reliability. Your team can work with confidence knowing they have a provider with a fast, dependable network to help get the job done. Plus, they offer gig-speed Wi-Fi to power your devices. It gives you the speed you need to keep up with the pace of business. Whether it's new clients, an increasing workforce, or a line of customers around the block, your company will be ready for it. And that's not all. Comcast Business provides advanced internet and cybersecurity to help protect your connected devices. Whether you're already established or just starting out, Comcast Business offers the same products and services that grow as you grow. And it's all powered by the company with the next generation 10G network. So it's no wonder Comcast Business powers more businesses than any other provider. Real reliability your company can count on. With a partner like Comcast Business, it's not just possible, it's happening. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply, call for details. I am, I take, a somewhat different approach to that. I think it's a line, but it's different. What I do is I pretend my future self, the future version of myself is watching my daily actions and judging me saying, Hey, that ain't how you're going to get here. Right? Like, why are you wasting time with that? Why are you doing these things that aren't going to make that much money or have that much impact? And that alone forces me to snap out of some stuff that isn't aligned with who I want to be. And just helps me get lit up and excited about the things that I do want to be, or will lead me that way even if I don't see immediate results, because I'm doing things that are aligned with the future version of myself, not the past version. Do you give him a name? Because I have that, like, I named that version of myself. I'm like, how would Gigi do this, you know? No, but what's, like- what's the name that you gave? I'm, I'm curious now, if you, if you don't mind sharing. <laughs> It's an acronym. It's like eight figure Gigi. I'm like eight figure Gigi. How would she do this? If she had all of this set up, how would she be moving it with, with these decisions? Would she be dwelling? Would she be procrastinating? Would she also be um, set back or whatever? No, be like a new opportunity. And I think that like, 
we start to just observe things in a very objective and unbiased way. And so when something isn't going one direction, you learn a deep level of confidence and self-trust to be like, okay, because there's a better way. The better it gets, the better it gets. If not, there's something better. And this is what I mean by having that space to also not necessarily dwell in judgment or we all have a self-critic. We all have the the person inside of us and the ego that might want to talk us out of things. It loves a good bit of comfort, but like, you're right. You have to move from that future version of self and start looking at, and this is where embodiment comes in and manifestation. Embodiment is one of the most powerful things you can do. It's like, how can I assume myself to be that version here and now? And that, again, comes down to the thoughts we have, the beliefs we allow ourselves to have. We have false beliefs, but we also have limiting beliefs. So I think, like, that's a very powerful way to approach the daily energy of, like, taking that aligned action. Okay. So I'm doing it right. <laughs> I appreciate that. So what I'm wondering is, how do you work with clients? So I know a lot of people are listening right now, like, okay, like, you know, hook me up. Like, it was a good starter, but this is, you know, what's what's next? So... How do you typically uh, help your clients? I would highly encourage to start with the free manifestation formula masterclass, which gives you the foundations of frequency. And then I would move you into my accelerator where you get initiated into the universe. There are a lot of laws at play, like how we understand the law of gravity or our road rules. There are laws that we live by and the universe is not changing its laws. Law of attraction is actually one of the least important ones, which is what I try and get people to understand because there's all these variables impacting people. So getting into the accelerator, understanding the universe, understanding yourself and really fleshing out that defined desire in the most potent and magnetic way so that action is flowing from you. And this is where motivation really shifts from force, like you're forcing yourself to take action to flow where your your desire has such a magnetic feel. It's pulling you into motivation. And once you go through that, you're really in a in a powerful position to start really fast tracking the results and collapsing time, but you got to get into, you know, the deeper work and understanding first. And that's the perfect place. The accelerator is what that covers. How do we find that? Is there a website perhaps? Oh, oh so that, yeah, that's on, that's online g.academy. So if you go to g.academy, that's you'll opt in there and you'll go into a nurture sequence. You'll hear all about it. I'm online as well on Instagram, GG O'Brien official on LinkedIn, GG O'Brien pretty easy to find but g.academy and we can connect there awesome gg thanks this has been great appreciate you coming on here you're so welcome terry it was a pleasure apply what you've learned on today's show you'll find the show notes and more resources at terryrice.co backslash podcast again that's terryrice.co backslash podcast and the best way to support this podcast is by subscribing, telling a friend, and leaving a review. Also, you can get more tips by following me on Instagram at It's Terry Rice or follow me on LinkedIn. This episode was produced by Josh Wilcox of Brooklyn Podcasting Studio and edited by Dan Lardy. Special thanks to my wife, Dominique, for keeping our kids relatively quiet as I recorded. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.